Ladies, this is our time, and it's time to unburden ourselves of unrealistic expectations, including our own. The veneer we see in the media is often not just false, it's unhealthy. And frankly, some of it is just total bullshit. This is Chick Shit, a podcast that goes far beyond tropes, bringing you gritty realness about real-life experiences of today's woman. LJ and I break it down, right here, right now. Welcome to Chick Shit. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of your favorite weekly podcast, Chick Shit with LJ and Di, where every week we pick a topic that women, and let's face it, probably a lot of other people deal with, and we pick a media source that portrays that topic, and we discuss what the uh, media source got really, really right. And what they got not so really, really right. As always, I pick the drinks and Di picks the topics. Di, what are we talking about? Well, we are talking about talking about others without their knowledge. (laughs) We are talking about gossip. And the media source we're using to break down this topic is season six, episode one of The Office, Gossip. What are we drinking to go along with this topic today? Well, we're drinking what I like to do a lot of my gossiping over, you know, when you're catching up with your, your gays and your gals <laughs> over a quick coffee and just spilling the tea, a little bucks, a little Starbies, four shots of heaven with 2% milk and sugar-free vanilla specifically. Yum. A little cough, cough. Oh shit. That's nice. That's fresh. Shit, that's fresh. That's good, I need that's coffee. good gun. Our coffee's not getting delivered until Thursday and yesterday. So Matt's mom came in this weekend mm-hmm. and she, she, yesterday when we were getting up and getting breakfast, Matt's like, you want me to make you some coffee? I was like, yes, please. And then he looked in our little copper bowl that we have mm-hmm. next to our, our Keurig that has our K cups and realized there was one K cup left. Oh, and the you sweet, sacrifice the sweet husband that he was knew how much his wife needed coffee. <laughs> so I got the coffee, but I did make a, a convenience store run to go pick up some, some monsters. Matt is a monster drinker. Yes, he is. I got Tanya a, uh, anything but mocha fra- Starbucks Frappuccino cold drink from the fridge. She was very clear anything but mocha not mocha so i came back Come back with, with mocha that's the end that's it i'm leaving so i came back with a bag of caffeine and we had a successful sunday there you go love how, to hear it how was your trip uh to green bay um to land go, of the cheese yeah to go watch the team that i own part of um it was what I was trying to think of the accent for the Packers and I failed. Well, Dawn Channel, it's it. the Green Bay Packers. Packers. The Green Bay Packers <laughs> of Northern Wisconsin. If you're in the mitten, they're up here. Yeah? <laughs> they're above the thumb on Lake Michigan. Um, It was good. It was a little bit of a bummer. My brother could not come. He got COVID, even though he is fully vaccinated, which public service announcement, just another reminder, there is still a global pandemic happening. Take care of yourselves, take care of your family. So my brother was not able to come. 
which actually turned out to be a wonderful thing because a, I didn't have to sleep in a full size bed with him when 10 out of 10 B the hotel, like gave you the thermostat, like you were in control, but you were not in control. And though it was in the like high twenties outside, the inside was the bowels of hell. (laughs) No. (laughs) And of course we're going to Wisconsin where there's like a winter weather advisory and it's going to be snowing. So I packed like cozy jammies. Nope. Wound up sleeping in my thong under just a sheet in the same room as my parents. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I would flash my butt cheeks to Christy with a K every now and then she didn't find it as funny as I did. Oh my God. But uh, I successfully came home with Trader Joe's liquor. Oh. Um, yes, I did. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I brought it across state lines because I'm a vigilante. Um, <laughs> we went out, it snowed. I was the driver the entire time. So I got to flex my snow driving muscles. We went to the hotel bar the first night, and the bartender was hammered and I loved it. She was literally openly pouring beers and liquor into her little coffee cup, her go, her to-go coffee cup, like while talking to us and then just would put the lid back on and keep drinking and talking to us. But like the bar was dead. So I think she was getting ready to close down. And then here comes the three of us like, no, we're here to drink. So all of the liquor had already been put in this big metal cage. She's so drunk. She went like slammed right into it like bounced off of it and I was like oh my god we ate a ton of cheese curds uh I almost got in a fight at the game with a drunk I'm gonna guess probably maybe 21 even if even that because he kept spilling beer on me Um. and not like one whoopsies accident he was so drunk every time he like leaned or did anything like the beer sloshed gross yeah um christy with a k yelled at a beer a bears fan because the bears were winning for the first half and for all you non-sportsy people the green bay packers and the chicago bears are the oldest rivalry in the national football league and in case you didn't know aaron Rodgers owns them facts um christy with a k yelled at a bears fan because he was winning and he was feeling good and she went go pet go and it was the cutest, most oh, innocent. Like Christy with the K yelled. It was someone. so <laughs> pure. And then later in the game, after we were winning and they for sure could not come back, that guy walked back by and she gave him the like, yeah, you know. <laughs> Don't feel so hot now, do ya? Oh, that's it was so cute. Overall, wonderful. First class Delta is always wonderful. Delta Sky Club, always wonderful. And we clinched the NFC North this past weekend so you know sports do you get any payouts or dividends as a you know co-owner there of the package um i can go to the shareholders meeting in the summer at lambeau field and vote on shit are you going to do that and you're allowed to speak i might look who you're talking to (laughs) (laughs) i may call ahead and be like i'm going to need a multimedia setup I do have a PowerPoint that I need to show with my speech. <laughs> you know, I will be recording a podcast live from the shareholder. <laughs> no, it was good. That was definitely a bucket list item. 
And I maintain that every place that my sweet brother has ever recommended to go eat and said, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing ever, is at best mediocre and more often <laughs> just not great. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So if you need food recommendations anywhere you're going, do not go to my brother unless you like mediocre at best food and then he's your guy. I did have the best chai, dirty chai latte of my life, though. Oh. So, anyways, 10 yeah. out of 10 would go to Lambeau Field in the winter again. What do you have planned for the holiday? I was about to say for Thanksgiving, but it is Christmas. It's Christmas. Thanksgiving has already happened. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, We're about to be in the new year, boo-boo. I can't. I'm, I'm not prepared for any of this. Uh, Christmas is going to be the usual family stuff. Mm-hmm. And then New Year's Eve, I'll be in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, I am a groomsman again. Yes. So catch me on the dude side. And I was talking to the groom and he was like, are you going to get ready with the girls or us? And I was like, definitely you. Mm-hmm. Definitely the guys. Probably seems like the better fit for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they would like my brand of humor, (laughs) but I digress. Listen, I also have to tell you, I didn't tell you yet because I wanted to see your reaction. So obviously I am, I'm the single person in this duo Mm -hmm. y'all. And I realized we're going to get into gossip. Don't worry. Uh, I went on a date the other night and I think I got catfished. (laughs) Wait, what? How do you think you got catfished? You either did or you didn't. Okay, so here's the situation. The pictures were definitely of him, but they were like him 50 pounds ago with no beard. And his profile said he was a non-smoker, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of cigarette smoke. It's not Mm -hmm. good for you and it's stinky. He showed up reeking of cigarette smoke, Mm -hmm. looking very different than he did in his pictures, and then proceeded to talk to me about dictators and refer to Poland as his homeland. And I said, well, have you ever visited Poland? And he said, no. And I said, were you born in Poland? And he said, no. And I was like, well, then how is Poland your home? And then he was like, what ties you to Chattanooga? And I was like, my friends and family. And he was like, but what makes a friend a friend? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, um, the people that you share like common experiences with or common like interests and the people that you've been through like big stuff with, like how, I, huh, what? And then he like, I don't even know what happened, but I was like, I gotta go. And I ordered a piece of carrot cake to go and I tabbed out and I left and I ate the carrot cake in the car while I was driving home. And it was the best part of the night. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that is catfishing though. And I think, listen, we've talked, we've talked about this. It's, it's a misrepresentation. You're setting yourself up for failure. If you misrepresent yourself on these things, like you need to be true to yourself, be true to who you are, where you're at, be, be happy with that. And then, or don't, but still be honest to someone that you could be potentially getting into a relationship with. That's the issue. So woof. And what the fuck kind of question is, what is a friend? 
He's trying to be all philosophical. And Thank like, you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Well, I feel like friends are the people that they make 80 sitcoms about. Okay. So I think I've answered that question. No, it was just wild. It was wild. And then, you know, I'm a member of Common House here in Chattanooga, which is like a social club. Mm-hmm. Well, that's now where I have all my initial meetings because I control who gets in and out and it's like a safe place. Oh, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I know people there. So yeah. like, you know, I can give them the look and they're like, yeah. yeah, no Stalin talk here, bud. <laughs> um, and then he was like, I would have done this different. I would have what? done this totally different. And I was like, huh? And he was like, there's too many bars. And I was like, what? When in your life have you ever said there's too many bars? Never. Oh, in Common House as if he would have. Oh my God. Yeah. So he was like, if they're going to call it Common House, this should be a common ground for people to gather on. I can't. So what I would have done is this would have only been for the people in like a, a two square mile radius. And I was like, okay, the name of the place is Common House, but it is, it is a social club. It is a social, it is, they hold trivia night and taco night and all kinds of shit so that you can gather and meet people and be social. And he was like, well, then they shouldn't call it common house. Cause this isn't a common house. This is whoever wants to join house. Yeah, it was, it was rough. The bartender was dying because my facial expressions were just like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, <laughs> so anyways. Do you think can't wait bar- to take you to Common House when you're here at the end of January, so you can tell me if you would have done it different. TBD. Or if you feel there's too many bars, but anyways, let's talk about gossip. What I've just done for the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the Office episode gossip, season six, episode one. When Michael is left out of the office scuttlebutt, he stumbles upon a juicy secret and jumps at the chance to spill it. So it's the last week for the summer interns in the office. There's a lot of people talking in the break room at lunch about a couple of the interns that most likely have a crush on each other. And Kelly, Kelly says, if they get married before I do, I'm going to kill myself. And Michael hears this as he walks into this office lunchroom and he says, who's getting married? Pam brushes it off and says, nobody. And so Michael's feeling frustrated for being left out the loop and says, somebody tell me, or I'm going to scream. Meanwhile, Pam and Jen are pregnant and haven't told anyone. So a lot happening. There's gossip happening in the lunchroom. Michael's the one out of the loop and instantly feels like feelings of inadequate. No, that's not the word. Get FOMO. Yeah, he definitely had FOMO. Like not being FOMO part of for the gossip. sure. Yeah. So yeah, I knew immediately once that happened. So I have seen some random episodes of The Office. I did love that it started with hardcore parkour. <laughs> yeah. That precious, but I'm not like a huge, I haven't seen it from beginning to end. Like okay. I don't know the characters that help. well. So I was really like, okay, clean slate. I knew shit was going to get wild. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Because he had that look <laughs> in his eye like, this is people, when you know stuff, people want to talk to you. Yeah. So I know stuff. I was thinking about this too. I was 
trying to remember like when gossip was the worst for me. I definitely think it was junior high. Junior high gossip was used more as a weapon or like an other than tool than it was, you know, just kind of harmless gossip. Mm -hmm. When was it the worst for you? Listen, I don't want to build my reputation up even more, but I think I did more gossiping than I got gossiped about. (laughs) Regina George lives. Um, But I think that was for me, like a protection mechanism. Like if you know stuff, people want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. And if you're the one constantly in the know, then nobody can like go behind your back, which everyone may have been talking behind my back. And I was just blissfully ignorant, but I was a pretty awful person. What are I was some, not nice. What are some things that you, you said? I also anticipated you were the gossiper, not the gossipy. I put that in my notes. I put LJ was probably the gossiper. <laughs> Which is hysterical because like I was a disaster in junior high. Like it was not a good look for me. Junior high was the era of Lil E. So there's that fun tidbit. Um, I just a lot of like, just a lot of Regina George shit. A lot of like, oh, did you see the dress that she wore? Ooh, did you see what her hair looks like? Mm, her bra is stuffed for sure. Meanwhile, I'm having to have somebody coach me on how to put in a tampon while I'm like, look how dumb those people look. <laughs> Does this go in my butt? <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I never did that to be clear, but someone else at my junior high did. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So. I think that rumors really got creative in junior high. People love to do rumors, and it was usually vetting popular kid against popular kid. The worst I feel were the rumors about the kids who are already on the outs. Like as a way to put themselves even higher yeah. in the, so- like a higher distance in the social ladder. And that shit like made, broke my heart. You know, someone, a kid that's already on the out, not a part of the end crowd, just doing his, doing his, hers, theirs own nerdy little thing. And someone creates these horrible rumors because they're different and they just want to secure their place. And that's what broke my heart the most, I think. Yeah, I think I may have done that to some people. Oh. Why are you even friends with me? I'm the worst. I don't know. <laughs> Adult, I think I'm trying to like make mess. Yeah. Oh no. Um, Do you remember saying something? Don't say their name. I remember. Yeah, no, no, no. I remember. So I remember in high school, there was this girl that I was very, very, very close friends with. Um to the point where like, if you saw one of us, the other one was somewhere close by. Mm-hmm. And I remember writing her a note because this was still the day of like, you wrote notes and you did the fun folds. Yeah, girl. That essentially said, that. why are you so obsessed with me? Like uh-huh. you need to be able to survive without me. Uh-huh. Oh, that's what told, you put in the letter? Yeah, I think I said it more eloquently than why are you so obsessed with me? But it was like, get off my dick, bro. Oh. But then she was really upset and I was like, just kidding. Oh my God. Uh, but then think- senior year, I did something worse. Wait, what did you do senior year? 
The new year is the year that like, remember we had that whole talk about like, if you need me to lie for you, yeah, I'll lie for you, but tell me. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you told on that girl, we've talked about that a couple of times. Is yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Thing? That's the thing. That's oh. the thing. And I also told up just about everyone that we went to high school with that the guy she was dating had a broken penis. <laughs> but in my defense, he said it was broken. I did not believe it. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, there, but. there were definitely a lot of sexual rumors and gossip that went around always about, always about girls, never about the guys. There was there definitely was a- some rumors about in junior high about in junior high. Listen to what I'm saying. In junior high about mm-hmm. some girls, the JJ's being a little. What? Doing yeah. cocaine? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> having, um, having some odors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, having yeah. some odors. Um, in junior high, a rumor did get started that I had given a lap dance to someone in the back of the bus on the way to a school field trip to the CNN Center in Atlanta, which I vehemently shut down. But I am here to tell you that it happened. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, But (laughs) (laughs) well, John and the East Side Boys uh, was playing on a boombox that someone brought in. How do you not with a burnt CD? I mean, with that kind of that's a combo. Bumping, I yeah. would, I would the whole thing. do it and deny rumors that happened as well. I think. Yeah. I, I think. mean, that's the only move. Yeah. Because you know what? Who cares? You're not going to slut shame me while I'm in seventh grade. I'm going to do me. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm trying man. to think of the biggest secrets we keep these days. I, I think it's maybe around. I guess the biggest secrets that I keep these days are just kind of pregnancy things. So like if someone is pregnant and they're not past a certain stage, but they've shared that with me and Mm -hmm. you know, it's for health reasons, just making sure it is past a certain stage before, you know, they're in the clear. So, um, do you feel so blessed when people trust you with that information? I do. So do I, I know about several right now that I work with. Oh, <laughs> I do. And there's always this, like, you'll get on the, I was talking to Sweet Perry, who was on our, uh, on a previous episode about domestic violence. And she was like, so you know about, and I was like, know about what? And it was like a three minute, like neither of us wanted to say, we know that X person is pregnant and she, this person has told both of us. So like we can now fangirl together. So it was like, no, why? It was like fucking the sweetest thing when they're like, what's up with you? Nothing much. What's up with you? It was just three minutes of us being like, mm, do you know about the muffin man? I don't know that they know that we know that they know that we know. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was. Uh, but then finally one of us broke and we were like, yay. So are you a good secret keeper or no? When it matters. Yes. Okay. When it matters. Yes. If it's me buying a surprise present for someone, no, I buy it, <laughs> plan a big surprise reveal. And then immediately like die. I bought you this. Cause I was so excited. I cannot yeah, wait to give but it to that's you. not like gossipy. You're telling the person. No, no, no. When it matters, my mouth is shut. Yeah. 
Unless it's hilarious and then I will change the name and the setting and present it as if it was someone else because it's hilarious. (laughs) Shmamanda. Shmanan, where are you? (laughs) Michael is not good at keeping secrets. So after he finds out that a couple of the interns are, you know, on, on a date, he goes to Dwight immediately to tell him the secret that he thinks he knows and wants to tell Dwight because he thinks Dwight would be out of the loop on it. But Dwight already knows that secret and much more about it. According to Dwight, he's got that face you can trust because, you know, he has low cheekbones. So clearly that makes you have a face you can trust. How are my cheekbones? Are they low or high? I can't tell in this light. (laughs) They just don't trust me just to be on the safe side. Clearly just, don't just don't me. you can't tell where the cheekbones are. Don't don't trust them. <laughs> uh, Michael hates being left out so much and he can't believe that like Dwight, someone who he thinks in his head is socially inferior to him, has more gossip than than he does. I think the worst is feeling like everyone is talking about you. Have you ever walked into a room where you can tell that shit just went down about you and everybody shuts the fuck up, changes stories. And you're like, what the actual hell? Yes. And my reaction is generally either immediately make an excuse and leave so I can go home and cry or be like, I know what was just happening. You might as well just tell me what it is. Have you ever got caught doing something like that? I'm sure. I'm sure in high school or junior high that happened. Yeah, probably, probably in like cheerleading or band or, you know, some other social setting. Yeah, I would say so. It's the worst feeling on both ends. It feels worse for the person who's getting talked about, but then like the guilt that you feel when you, you know, get discovered. So one time when I was like 22, I was working at this restaurant and there was this a uh, uh, guy server and I, and we kept getting like, if employee or if uh, customers like went out of their way to be like, we had LJ or this other person as our server, they were fantastic. There would be like something posted in the server station that says like, these two people got a shout out, blah, blah, blah. And it was constantly me, and this other person. And then one day I come in and I'm informed that this other person has been promoted to manager. And I was like, God, can you believe that that person is manager? That's so dumb. And they were right behind me. And I, the person I was talking to was like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm." and so then later when I was cashing out with that person, I was like, listen, I just need to clarify what I said. And I made a really terrible excuse up and I still feel bad about that one to this day. Yeah. Getting caught sucks. It's not fun. That's why. Do you like, if you're ever about to say something that you're like, I know I shouldn't say this. Do you immediately like check your watch, check your phone, check everything around you and make sure it's like not Siri hasn't been like, what you want me to call this person? Cool. Uh, I, <laughs> I always think about my Mima. my Mima growing up our entire life had a saying that all of us cousins use, which is don't be ugly. Mima was very, it was her way of saying, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. So Mima's like, don't be ugly. 
resonates in my head. And even my cousins and I, if we're talking shit about another, you know, somebody or family member or just talking about our friends or whatever. And then like, we say something like, we'll, we'll call each other out. Like, don't be, don't ugly. be ugly, you know, cause Mimo's not around anymore to keep us on track. So we've got to, we've got to look out for each other and make sure we're upholding the Mimo statue. Your, <laughs> you and your cousins, if you came into this house would be like, what? <laughs> because in this house if some like my mom gave me a hug one day and was like I just want you to know that I love you and I'm proud of you and I went what's going on what happened like in this house when you're nice people are like what is this who died <laughs> but when you're like you're the worst your hair looks bad we're like oh thank you I love you too <laughs> we're backwards here in the yeah yeah did you feel left out when you weren't included in secrets? Like, I feel like in friends groups, small friends group, if a couple of people know the secrets and the, I think we talked about this in a previous yeah. episode, but like kind of who knows all the things it's like who might have a closer friendship and that kind of yeah. hurts sometimes. Especially in like junior high when sleepovers were all the rage oh my gosh so if you like heard this group of people that like you thought you were friends with or you really wanted to be friends with talking about a sleepover that you were very clearly not invited to right my my head would immediately be like they didn't that I, there's a reason they didn't invite me they're going to be talking about me tonight like what have I done mm. <clears throat> and you know that they're like maybe part of the night they are talking about you, but the rest of the night they're just having regular sleepover stuff, but it's yeah. hard to, it's really hard to grasp like why you weren't invited, especially when you hear everybody chit chatting about it. It, yeah. it hurts way more. Yeah. Is there a, a person you can tell anything to and like, no, it stays with them. You don't have to worry about them sharing it with anybody else. Yes. It's you. <laughs> I am speaking to that person right now. <laughs> Word. <laughs> I feel like small towns are cesspools for gossip more so than Charlotte, like, or bigger cities. Like you can yeah. hide out, but everything, everybody knows everybody's freaking business and everything gets spread in small towns. Like I think about where I grew up and people that know when people have had affairs, when people have, you know, uh, abandoned their families or embezzled money or like everybody knows every fucking thing about everybody. And I think it drives me up the wall. I think my brain is broken because my brain just thinks in music. Cause you said in small towns, blah, blah, blah. And my head immediately went to Casey Musgraves. This town's much too small to be mean because somebody's mother knows somebody's brother knows somebody's sister. Essentially, it's a whole song about like, this town is too small for you to think you're going to get away with anything or they're not, people are not going to figure out that you said it. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth. It, it can get traced back pretty easily in a small ass town. That it can. But that's like my grandpa lived the back half of his life in this teensy town teensy tiny town in Arkansas that was in a dry county there was an IGA in Inger's buttock which I remain fully believing she is 
and witness protection. And that's the only reason that store exists. But I digress. That's a rumor. I'm starting it here. You heard it. (laughs) I'm still awful. (laughs) Um, But like you would just, you would be in the the IGA or the IGA as I, I like to call it. And you would just hear in the aisle over being, did you hear about Susie's daughter? She's not going to be able to walk at Gret. Like, but also I kind of was like, what about Susie's daughter? You have a picture. I would really like to be able to. Oh no. Show me what this Susie's daughter looks like. Uh, I'm well, the worst. Well, Michael approaches one of the interns to actually find out that Stanley Stanley was making out with a woman at a club at a club that was not his wife so after you know getting some clarifying facts Michael realizes that Stanley is having an affair because he was corrected by Phyllis that Stanley's wife's out of town and you need to check your facts Michael and so he starts telling everyone in the office that Stanley is having an affair which is actually the truth unbeknownst to Michael at this time. He even plays hangman with Kevin to try to get Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> what letter is missing a T yes. And there's another one over here. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's funny. I mean, goodness, this just goes around the office like wildfire. And this is all before he's realizes that it's actually true. So not all gossip is false. And that's, I think that, there's a distinction between gossip and rumor. So gossip refers to talking about someone or something with another person or group of persons. Rumors refers to spreading specific information about someone or something that has not been verified. So every time you say rumors, my head goes, Oh, the rumors are true. I just go immediately to Lizzo. Sorry. Again, proof that my brain is broken. (laughs) So this is to the point earlier of like, Michael is spreading rumors now to be the center of attention. That's his only play here. He's not really spreading rumors about Stanley to be hurtful to Stanley or aggressive towards Stanley. It's just what he wants to do in terms of a power play. Do you know someone like a good friend that had a horrible rumor spread about them that was like, could be damaging if it were true? I don't know. I don't, I don't, not that I can think of. I think the stuff that I would always hear was just really petty stuff Mm -hmm. that like, yeah, it can, it could be damaging, but it wasn't like, you're going to lose your job. Your marriage is going to be over. Like it wasn't that kind of stuff. I think that there were a lot of rumors in high school about people's sexuality and Mm -hmm people making assumptions about people's sexual orientation, which is something that you need to be very fucking careful about because, you know, you can make that, you can make assumptions and blah, 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 but you, you just need to be cognizant and make sure that you're not accidentally going to out someone when they're not ready to be outed. So just, just check yourself there. I mean, it's, it becomes very, it, sometimes it's more obvious than not what someone's sexual orientation is. Sometimes it's not obvious at all. So it's just be cognizant of that and making sure that you're, you're careful to not overassume and, and cause harm to that person. But I, I had a time in when I worked at USAA where I had a 
really good friend. He's one of our very, very good friends now that uh, Matt and him are like super good buds, but he and I worked together a lot and we would hang out on the weekends as couples, like his then wife, Mm -hmm. Matt and I would all hang out, have fun. And someone at work, I think was starting to talk shit about like, if that me and our, our friend were in a relationship together or if something was happening there. And it, I was just taken so aback. It pissed me the fuck off because like that wouldn't be a conversation if it was me and another woman working as closely together on work stuff, you know? And it was just, it was just so like, I remember having that gossip catch up with me and being like heartbroken that people were talking about me in that way. And that's something that could Mm -hmm. be damaging. You know, I've had that a lot because I mean, you know, probably better than anyone. Matt has been one of my closest friends for a very long time. Trust the kid with my life, have no romantic feelings of any kind towards him. And same thing with my friend who I'm about to be a groomsman in his wedding. Like, I don't know if it was because I was raised with all brothers or like, I just, I I don't know, but I have a lot of very close guy friends that are just friends that mean nothing else. And that's a really hard concept for people to grasp. And like, why, what, what's the point of stirring up these, these rumors? Like, why, what are you getting at to stir up shit like this? Um, probably taking the focus off you and whatever you're self-conscious about and making yourself feel better by like, okay, well, I feel terrible about this and myself, but let me now put the focus on that person so that I don't have to deal with my internal stuff. I think that's probably why I was a little shit growing up. Mm. Not that that excuses anything. No, no. And I, I, I couldn't find, I couldn't trace it back. Um, I just heard it from a friend who said, Hey, I just got to let you know, this is getting talked about and you should be aware of this. Woof. Yeah, not great. Not great. As Michael is spreading this rumor about Stanley, Jim confronts Michael and says, Hey, you need to cut that out. Uh, Do you even know if it's true? And he's like, no. He's like, well, it might be ruining his life if it's true. So probably don't and cut it out. So Michael then finds out from Stanley that the rumor is true. And so he thinks the best way to cause doubt to the rumor is to spread a bunch of other rumors. Chaos, just cause chaos. How do you untell something? You can't, you can't, you can't put words back in your mouth so you can spread false gossip, which is what he tries to do. So he spreads all these crazy ass rumors, including that Pam is pregnant, which she actually is. Uh, And causes chaos through the office of just like these, you know, crazy ass things that no one is really um, seeing as plausible. Yeah. Except Ed Helms. The rumor was started that he was gay (laughs) and he was like, am I gay? This isn't the first time. Opening up some feelings there. (laughs) His whole speech about like if I was in Vegas at a party and Brad Kisslein didn't kiss me, I would like fight a little bit. But then if he kept, kept going, 
I may let it happen. And I'm like, listen, every man in America, if Brad Pitt leans in, they're going to be like, oh, let's see what happens here. <laughs> well, it's and Oscar's <laughs> like, wait, you pushed him back and he kept leaning in? <laughs> what fantasy is this? <laughs> um, yeah, but inevitably, you don't know anybody's stuff. So you may think you're spreading like some crazy off the wall thing. You don't, you're not even thinking because you're like, I'm saying some crazy shit right now. I'm talking out the side of my neck, as they say in some songs. Uh, and then someone's eyes are just like, how did you know that? Who told you that? Which then can lead to that person being like, there's only one person who I told this. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to go be mad at that mouth. person that I trusted more than anything, even though they just like pulled some shit out of thin air and happened to be right. Yeah. So whenever I was in my freshman year of high school, my sister and I were like really close and we had a couple of friends that were dating and for whatever reason, you know, we talked about this in high school. I was everywhere. I was in band, I was in cheerleading, mm-hmm. I was in tennis, I was in, like just kind of hopping around, figuring myself out, figuring out what I liked, becoming my own, you know, little human. And I guess our friends didn't like that or appreciate that, that I wasn't um, always, you know, able to hang out consistently and that sort of a thing. Yeah. So they actually, this couple, they actually spread a rumor to my sister that like I was talking shit about my own sister and that I couldn't stand my own sister and like that I was putting down my own sister and all this shit. Like, how am I not going to go have a direct conversation with my own ass sister to say, hey, they're saying this. Why are you mad at me? Well, they said this. Well, that's not true. I'm your sister, you know, but like the nerve and it caused like some heavy shit between my sister and I. What is the age difference between you and your sister? Only four years. Okay. So my youngest brother and I are only three years apart. Uh So he was a senior when I was a freshman. I talked so much shit about him. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. He knows it. Listen. Oh my God. I did. (laughs) (laughs) To anyone who would listen. What are the most common rumors that spread these days? I feel like it's like about marriages and relationships. Also, maybe sexual orientation, but I think that's kind of forever. I would say sexual orientation. Yeah. Um, I hear a lot of um, things about gender identity, too. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Which are things that, even at my worst, no, no, no. Yeah. No, I may tell you your skirt's cute and then turn around and be like, that's the fugliest freaking skirt I've ever seen. <laughs> but like, I have some limits. Um, I hear a lot of, a lot about that, especially living in the South. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like, how does this actually affect you? How does this affect you? How does them living their life affect you living yours? It doesn't. It actually does not in the slightest. So shut your mouth. Yeah, I I don't think I tend to hear gossip as much 
about like social settings anymore. I think it's kind of more work gossip that happens and it's not even gossip. I mean, I guess it's, it's not like rumors, like not verified information. It's like, oh shit, this went down. Did you hear about this? Yup. I did. (laughs) Yeah. Like I think it's more that I don't, I think it's like water site, water cooler gossip than it is like about work, you know, why someone got let go, why companies made a change in a direction. I do hear a lot of, did you hear that so-and-so is dating so-and-so? Oh, and of course, oh, I'm like, I did not tell me more. Oh. When did this happen? How did we find out? What is our source? Is the source reliable? <laughs> hey, that's the same shit I do with celebrity gossip. I fucking love celebrity gossip. I hate it about myself, but I kind of love it about myself. How I, do you feel about Benefer? I love Benefer. Tanya, Here for it. Tanya's not for it. We well, had this conversation this weekend. But I, even with that, I check my sources on my celebrity gossip. Like, you know, it's very important to do that. It is. It is. I don't trust a TMZ. I don't trust it. Just don't. No, you shouldn't. Well, Michael gathers everyone in the room to send off the interns and people start sharing that they've been hearing a lot of weird rumors happening throughout the day. And so they play the game of trace the rumor back. Well, all the rumors go right back to Michael as he is the one that started every single one of them. And he says, Hey, I started this rumor because one of the things is actually true. Pam and Jim look at each other. They know that one of the rumors that's going around is that Pam's pregnant. Pam is actually pregnant. So to protect Stanley and Stanley's wife from embarrassment and, you know, whatever else judgment someone would pass in that situation, Jim says, Pam's it. Pam's the rumor. Pam's pregnant. And they pull out proof uh, with a sonogram that Pam is in fact pregnant. And, you know, they, they react from there. Um, but have you ever called someone out for the bullshit they've said about you or bullshit you've heard? Like, you know, someone started a rumor about you or you found out. And so you confronted the person about it. Probably, probably, but I think at this point in my life, like, as you know, I have like three very close friends and that's it. Yeah. So I've kind of gone to the point where like the people that are in my life that I expend spoons and energy on are there for a reason. Yeah. Um, the only time I, and this is so dumb and this is so like kind of kind of related, but kind of not related that I can remember like calling someone out is when I was a personal trainer, there was this woman that would come to my boot camp classes and she would be so mad that she wasn't losing any weight and be like, I show up here at 5am. I'm not losing any weight. Like I'm just going to quit coming this, that, and the other, and kind of putting it on me Mm. in front of a class of people that were also there to do my boot camp classes. And I, she also was Facebook friends with me and I saw her checking in at bars and like chain restaurants and all kinds of shit all the time. Like Mm -hmm. unclear if she ever actually cooked a meal at home. Mm -hmm. And so she went off and I was like, how'd you eat this weekend? And she was like, perfect. Exactly how I'm supposed to. And I said, well, why did I see you checking in at all these places? And she just was like, 
And then she died laughing. And I was like, yeah, you're not going to put this on me. <laughs> I'm not going to be accountable for this. <laughs> but I don't, I honestly think that anytime that I felt that there was a rumor about me, my reaction is say nothing, go home and cry with Reggie. Yeah. Which is fine. That's a reaction. That is a reaction. I'm curious as to how people feel about spousal privilege with secrets. I think it all as a single, yeah, as a single lady. Well, I mean, for you, I don't think because anything that I would say to you, I think I would also say to Matt. Uh huh. So I don't. I feel like you're. You guys are one at this point. (laughs) My adopted parents. We have merged. Um, I think it all depends because there's, there's certain people that a, if I don't know your husband, I don't want you telling your husband. Like if there's no relationship there, Mm. no, but you also know your husband better than anyone else. And if you know your husband or your wife or your partner, whoever is a steel trap and you really need to talk through something and get advice, or you know that they've been through something similar and you know that once you have that conversation, it goes into the vault never to be spoken of again. And they won't act or treat me any differently. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But I think, and I say this too many fucking times, but it's all situational. Yeah, I think it is too. I mean, Matt and I are very open and honest with each other, but not everything that gets shared with me needs to be shared with him. Like, Mm-mm. you know, if you shit yourself, well, no, I'd share that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would actually FaceTime you and make him tell the, make him tell the story to <laughs> And with me, that may happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad example. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, you just, you know. You know when it's something that you can talk to someone about or like your, your partner with, or if it's something that like this person, LJ does not want anyone else knowing this. Do you feel like, um, when you've got a group of friends that knows literally nothing about the other group of friends, like they've never met, they're not around each other. They don't hang out. They don't blah, 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 blah. Do you feel it's okay to share? Like if, you know, a situation over here with one of those friends that, you know, would never meet the other people or be around them, I suppose. Maybe in the abstract of like, I know someone who has been through this and here is how they reacted. Not, oh yeah. my gosh, did you hear what Schman, this happened to Schman and Schman no, no, did no. this. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I think that's it too. I think it's just like being, doing it with the intent to be helpful and relatable. So like, if someone's gone through something and you sharing, like you said, kind of like the abstract, like I had a friend who this happened to know that they were okay. They came out of it. Like that sort of a thing I think is, you know, okay to do so. Yeah. I mean, two of my best friends in the whole wide world both went through divorces this past year and I just kind of smashed them together and was like, here you go. Talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) Just let me know when you need another drink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's all situational. And if you're, if you're around people that you're not sure if you can trust them or not, bye. Okay. Bye. And bye. How would you rate this episode gossip of the office as it relates to gossip? So obviously this was, do you want to say it with me? Dramatized, but also not totally out of the realm of shit that could happen. Especially in a small office. Yeah. And I've worked in a small office before several times, several different small offices. And I've seen that telephone, that game of telephone work its way yeah, through. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it gets back to you and it's a totally different story. And you're like, what? What? That's not what I heard. And then it's a whole thing. Um, I am going to give it. I'm going to give it a six out of 10 chicks because it was very dramatized, but also the core of it was pretty believable. Like if someone figures out, like no one's talking to me and no one wants to hang out with me, but if I have information, then I'm in people. It's a natural human instinct to want to be liked and not want to be alone. And I get it. I've done some dumb things to try and have people like me. So I get it. Um, also, I just need to tell you, there was no way for me to sneak the Taylor Swift lyric in this week. So I'm just going to tell you that this is a Taylor Swift lyric. And it is from the song Betty off of the album Folklore. And she says, you heard the rumors from Inez. You can't believe a word she says most times, but this time it was true. The worst thing that I ever did is what I did to you. That Tay-Tay, let me tell you something. (laughs) Girl can write. (laughs) Anyways, what are you rating it? I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a seven out of 10 chicks. I think that absolutely when someone feels like they're out of the loop, they'll try to do things, utilize rumors as a social power. Hopefully this dies off more as we get older. Sometimes it doesn't. I think particularly in small towns, it doesn't because everybody knows everybody and you can have more power that way versus the anonymity of being in a bigger city. I think it shows also that there are real rumors that, or there are gossip. There's gossip that has some truth to it and to be cognizant of what you're saying and saying to who, and like what your intention is with saying something. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I, why I'm not rating this higher is I don't like, it doesn't show. Oh yeah, it does. I don't know. I might rate it an eight. I was gonna say, it doesn't show what happens (laughs) after a, a real rumor actually like, but it does Stanley Stanley's wife finds out that Stanley's having an affair. And so Stanley (laughs) takes a golf club and beats the shit out of Michael's car. (laughs) Well, after Michael had called her to verify she was out of town and she called back and he picked up the phone and what was the other girl's name? Cynthia or something. Yeah. The other woman. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, I got it. I'm going to, I've a perfectly laid out story. We're going to chat back and forth. I'm not going to mess this up. And the wife's name is Terry. And he answers the phone and says, Cynthia, 
And then it's just kind of like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? Shit. Eight out of 10. I'm going to give it. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I support it. Yeah. Um, well, all our chickadees, uh, new episodes every Wednesday. Uh, we may take a quick break over the holidays to make sure that we can be filled with uh, the holiday spirit. And by holiday spirit, I mean booze. Booze. Yep. Queso. Maybe a little Christmosa, maybe, maybe some hot whiskey beverages. I don't know. Maybe all of the above. But you can follow us on all the socials at Chick Ship Pod, except Facebook, which is Chick Stuff Pod, because Zuck sucks. New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. What else do we have? Die. If you have capacity to leave us a review, a written review goes a long way. We still have Dice Doodles that get mailed to you when you leave us a review. It, but you, can, if you don't want to leave it on uh, Apple, you can leave it anywhere you get your podcasts. Until next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. You've been listening to Chick Shit. We hope this episode has pushed you just enough to lose a little faith in the media's veneer and gain some useful knowledge to help navigate the day-to-day nonsense that we women contend with. For resources and general mischief, follow on Instagram and Twitter at ChickShitPod or get in touch by email at ChickShitPod at gmail.com. To help others find the show, please like and subscribe. And if you know a woman who might appreciate two new friends and a good dose of laughter, please share this podcast. Until next time, keep it real.